Welcome back to another episode of the Big DK Energy Podcast. My name is Danny Carenter, or the DK in the Big DK Energy. And today we have another really, 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 really funny guest because he is one of at least my top three local comedians of Orlando because we've had Joe Sensabella, we've had Jake Ricca, and now we have another guy who's also blowing up in the comedy scene stand-up-wise and YouTube and even does random interviews out on the streets for the fine patrons of Orlando. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming today's guest, Mr. Christophe Jean. Oh, thanks. You did the Jean. Of course, I took French for five years. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Tu parles? Uh, un petit peu. <laughs> nice. That's what I always say, too. Un petit peu. That's, um, that's a good one to know. That's like saying not really. Correct, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to say that, too. But anyway, Christophe, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. Of course, yeah. I know that you're one of the busier comedians of Orlando, so I know that your time is precious, especially at night, because that's where you do most of your gigs. But yeah, thank you. But seriously, I'm <laughs> really grateful that you can come and join the show. Thanks, dude. Uh, yeah, it's nice to be here. Awesome. So, Christoph, if many of you don't know, as just a comedian, he's also a bit of a media personality himself, because other than his YouTube escapades, he also is sometimes a, I would say, a frequent guest on the Cup of Jokes podcast. Yeah, I've been on it like four times. <laughs> hey, that's still pretty frequent, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been, there's only like 100 episodes. <laughs> like 150 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, no, it's, a, it's, no, I'll just be at Jake's house all the time, and they're recording there all the time, so I'll just hop on. Nice. I've actually seen a few of the clips that you were in, especially like with the one Yeah, yeah, we had the singular visor, dude. Those are sick. Yeah, y'all look like Cyclops from X-Men. Yeah, that shit is fun as hell, just putting on those, I don't know what to call them, monoglasses. Yeah, Glasses. I know they were big in the 80s. They're nice, dude. That you feel strong in those. I bet. I forgot the name of, but Lavar Burton, the guy from yeah. Rainbow, he played one oh, of the characters. Uh, Data. I think. No, 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 no. no, no. Data is the pale one. Yeah, Data is the pale one. Mm, it's gonna bother me. I feel like it starts with an R, but I don't know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kristoff, how did you start your comedic journey? Uh, I did stand up for the first time in February of. 2019 no 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 no, no. 2016 really yeah okay so you've been pretty tenured because right now it's yeah it's going 22. on it's going on six years wow yeah that's a whole med student right yeah i could have had a doctorate by now is that what you're <laughs> trying to say i mean yeah yeah or a, not a doctorate an, M, an md I sure guess, yeah yeah not a phd whatever i still have two more years still a phd oh really nice yeah. wait you're studying to become a doctor no no, okay, no i'm saying it would be six uh, you know six years would be eight I was going to say doctorate in comedy. I'm like, huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I spent a lot of time doing it. That's all I'm trying to Nice. And you started here in the Orlando area? Uh, yeah, yeah. All, all Orlando. I was going to UCF at the time. And uh, yeah, so the first two years of doing comedy, I was still in college. And you're from Tampa, right? Yeah, I'm originally from Tampa. Moved here to go to UCF okay. when I was 18. Same here. That's I'm from South Florida, and yeah. I came up here. But did you ever tackle any of the clubs in Tampa? I mean, I, I work at Side Splitters sometimes. It's a great club, and, and I've done the improv there too. But I never like really hit the open mic scene hard in Tampa because I've just always lived in Orlando while doing stand-up, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, when it comes to doing stand-up, how would you describe your style of comedy? I'm not sure. I mean, I guess... Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess uh, I emu- I try to emulate maybe like Norm Macdonald is like a big okay. influence. Louis C.K. was a big influence. So I don't know, kind of like <laughs> medium paced, a little dark, a little edgy. That's one one thing I know about your yeah. kind of style. It's it is darker and edgier, but you yeah. know, I kind of like it that way because I feel like there's so many of the comedians, or at least when I tried to attempt it, there were yeah. so many people trying to yell their jokes out, and I'm thinking, bro, calm down. Yeah, Let yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty relaxed on stage, or I, at least I try to be. I'm, I don't know. I've been trying to experiment more with being more energetic. Mm-hmm. A little bit, because sometimes it's like a crutch of just like leaning into being too monotony or too uh, like NPR vibes, you know? Like, <laughs> of course. I, I, so I don't want to do that. I don't want to be sleepy, but I'm also not like a super energetic person. I don't know. I don't blame you. Yeah. I mean, you can only keep energy on a stage for so long. You've done this for six years, so I don't think the nerves would burn any of the calories. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to make it just like genuine. You know, how I would try to be funny off stage, But sometimes I'll, like, get into shit off stage and, and be energetic and stuff and move around a lot when I'm, like, making friends laugh or something. So, but it's hard to do that. It's very, uh, like, the second I start to move around or get energetic into a bit, it's, like, instant, like, self-consciousness. Interesting. Yeah. Because you go on stage all the time. I did stand-up comedy for, like, four or five times, and everyone's like, wow, that's so brave of you. So, you know, you've been doing it consistently for six years. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's still just in, anytime you, uh, you try something new, there's like a little bit of like fear, you know? So a little like, hesitation. Yeah, yeah, lo- like hesitation, just second guessing yourself while you're on stage, you know? And then doing an act out is just like, it just kills the vibe. People can tell when you feel that way, you know? They can smell the fear? Yeah, they smell fear, and it just makes it bad. They'll just chew you out. Well, they just will be like, oh, he's not very confident. I won't laugh at him. Ah, uh, okay, got it. Sounds like my dating life. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. That's yeah, all right. 27 years going strong. Yeah, nice, dude. Verge? Yeah. Yep. Really? Yes, sir. I didn't mean to. No, dude. Oh, dude. If you're open about it. One of my best jokes, I think I did this my third time. I go, I lost my virginity the other night. Everyone's like, yeah. And then I go, and that's when I woke up. Ah. Damn, dude. I'm sorry. No, dude. You're good. Nothing by it. Is it for God? Oh, no, 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 no. No, No, I know because I'm a Jew. (laughs) But, um, nah, to be quite honest with you, um, I was actually diagnosed with Asperger's when I was in sixth grade. And, um, of course, in the early 2000s, autism had a bit more of a stigma to it. And so I honestly thought that I was, okay, so I'm probably going to get shredded for this one. But I thought I was retarded. And therefore, I didn't think I was good. girl would want to have sex with you? Yep. I've had that same thought, and I'm not autistic. (laughs) Okay, so good thing to know I'm not the only one. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, no, it's not a big deal, dude. Okay. I mean, it's only very recently that I thought to myself, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not that ugly. Nice, you're a good-looking guy. Well, appreciate it, man. Yeah, you're not an ugly guy at all. Like, if you want to put it in perspective, there are people incredibly ugly who get pussy all the time. This is true. Yeah. You got your own place, this is your own apartment. Mm -hmm. So you're crushing it. Yeah, dude, don't even worry about it. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Just get on a dating app and just do what you do is you take a picture with all your money. <laughs> just fan out like a hundred like a hundred grand. I don't know if you, you have a hundred like, grand. Maybe you, ten grand. Let's okay. Be, be realistic. And just fan <laughs> it out on like a bed and then lie down on it. That's my, my advice. You know what? I think that's a very uh, solid plan. Yeah. Women they're 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 mindless creatures. <laughs> they're, they, they see money. They're, it's like, you know, moss to a flame. Just put <laughs> money all around you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you gotta do, dude. Don't even worry. You know, that was a good confidence boost. I appreciate that, Mr. Jean. No, you're gonna kill it, dude. You're I appreciate it. I mean, dude, you're one of the funniest guys I know, so if anything, Thanks. being funny is a superpower in my opinion. Yeah, it's helpful. Because here's the thing. People can do stupid things and make people laugh, but yeah. then there's a difference between someone like you who can actually make someone laugh based on your own wit. You don't need to... What's that one thing that the Bills Mafia always does? They, like, land on a table or something like that? The Bills Mafia? You know what that is? Oh, so the Buffalo Bills, uh, their fan base is called the Bills Mafia. Oh, they jump onto tables. Yep. Yes, yes, like wrestling style? Correct. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to do anything like that. I can just be like, look at this idiot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you're saying. And it's a superpower, just like speaking another language or reading someone's mind. Yeah. I mean, one of those is a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some people claim they can do it and like... What, maybe... read minds? Yeah. No one can read minds. I'm, I can confidently say no one can read minds. I feel, okay, I feel that. And like yeah. those people who are like, sir, do not show me this dollar bill. No, no, And no. I will tell you every single letter and number on it. No, no, no. That's just... They looked at the dollar before and the guy's in on it or something. There's always some... So you don't believe in those guys at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, most people like that are charlatans. Charlatans. I would say charlatans, swindlers. I like your vocabulary. Thank you. Ne'er-do-wells. Oh, okay. I see you. <laughs> all right. So we got a, we got Oxford Dictionary yeah, up in the yeah, building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read a couple books, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just, just a couple books uh, full of words. That, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I just read the dictionary and just I'm like, uh, nice. I'm keeping that one. Okay. And yeah. so with all those words, you must have built a collective vocabulary that helps you with your sets, right? No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, you can't be too... Um, wordy. Yeah. There's a big word for being wordy. It's, uh, I think it's sesquipedalian. That's a good one, right? I'll... I trust I you said, for that one. I might have said it wrong. You know what? I'll just but go with it. It's a kind of ironic word because it's a word that means you use big words too much. <laughs> or, so, or unnecessary use of big words. So it's another way of calling someone conceited. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I love or it. Or just like pedantic or something, you know? That's okay. That's another good one. Pedantic. Shallow and pedantic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shallow and pedantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might have learned that word from Family Guy. Okay. It's a good thing to know I'm not the only one that thought that. Yeah, dude. That could, yeah, not. Family Guy is great. <laughs> it really is. and It uh, gets a bad rep. I think it looped around to me. Really? I thought it was like amazing. Then I was like, oh, it's so stupid. And then later it's like, oh no, it's great. <laughs> it's, it's coming back. Or it's like, you think it's not cool to like family guy in high school or something. Cause it's like, oh, that's, I was in middle school and it's fucking stupid or you know, whatever the hell. No, but I've looped back around, you know? Got it. I kind of agree. Cause I haven't gotten to that looping back around part because I've only seen the first four seasons. And You're those good. Are me. Yeah. 
On Family Guy, yeah, yeah. it gets worse. It gets worse. Okay, I'm I, certain it gets worse. I'm glad that I'm not the only one that realizes it because for the longest time I've seen their episodes, they would not make me laugh at all. And no, I, no, and it's I was not aged well. I was about or, to say, kind of reminds me of a horse that needs to be brought to the glue factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. So, um, when it comes to writing jokes like that, you know, dark and whatnot, yeah. Do you just wake up in the morning and then just start writing, or do you just get random flashes? Yeah, it's the ran- random flashes, you know, or just like something I'm saying in a conversation where I'm like, okay, that's like a that could be something on stage oh do you constantly always think about that like sometimes you say something and then just something like a big light bulb yeah basically it's like oh that could be a thing and then i'll jot it down into my phone and lately i've been kind of lazy with writing but normally i'll like jot down the idea in my phone just like a bullet point and then like flesh it out in a notebook and then that's basically the joke so when you flesh things out in the notebook can it like vary from like a line to like a whole page or yeah i mean some stuff i'll get super inspired and just write pages and pages and then you know bring it on stage try all of it and it's like four minutes and then i realize 90 seconds of this is good and i just throw away bottom two minutes of it so when you throw away those jokes do you get rid of them forever do you like keep them like stockpiled somewhere just in case you need something i mean they're in a notebook somewhere but it's not organized at all that's the one thing i want to get better like not the one thing but a thing i want to get better at is just being more organized and stand up having a database or whatever the hell having like a big word file with every joke and organized by topic and making my act transition perfectly like now it transitions but there's points where it doesn't and Mm. i just have to move on to the next thing Hmm. it's like oh okay well this isn't perfect but these jokes don't really fit anywhere so I just put them in the middle because if I put them somewhere else, it would make even less sense. Got it. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, a whole story has got to have its beginning, middle, and end because if the end becomes for the middle, I guess that would be one really confusing story. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like I don't really do stories. I just do jokes. and so, But, like, topically, they'll go from one thing to the next, like, seamlessly, you know? Got it. So, for example, you'll, I don't know, make the joke topic is tricycles yeah and and so you might i don't know they called me a tricycle back at school or something like that i don't know right well it would be like uh yeah it'd be like you would go from like in my act for example it's like i have a joke about working at a dispensary and that's like about weed and then i have a joke about how i don't smoke weed and then i have a joke about how i do vape and then i have a joke about like my dad's reaction to that and then i have a joke about my dad so it sounds like one thing but really it's eight jokes about four different topics but But it sounds like one thing because you transition it it makes it easier to listen to because easier to tune out if see you know. you're organized yeah that part is organized but then there's like a bunch of shit that it's like i have this one joke about like an observational thing about talking to my dad that doesn't really fit anywhere and then i have another thing about like a wet floor sign and that doesn't <laughs> fucking go anywhere <laughs> like it's just it's just there and i know it's a good joke but it doesn't fit in my act anywhere okay that makes total sense. So when you're not doing stuff on stage, I see that you've been blowing up via other forms of media. So you've been getting on the TikTok, Instagram, yeah. and YouTube grind? Yeah, YouTube not so much. Mostly Instagram, honestly. And then TikTok a little bit. Got it. And I see you've done like a few uh, bits of skit comedy. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing, uh, lately just been doing a couple, like I had one sketch series. Oh, it's called? The 15 Second Podcast. <laughs> And then I had like a couple one-off sketches. Yeah, like topical stuff. I was trying to get into more top. I should do that more because I had fun doing those. Oh, uh, like podcast? No, no, no. The the topical thing. Like yeah. I had one video about Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> how, did, how did how did that one get received? Oh, it did great. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's one of the yeah. Wait, did great as in terms of how you got reactions like or viewership? Like... Yeah, okay, yeah, I, mean, I got a lot say. of views. The joke was that I go to a bank and I ask for a loan because I want to start a business. And my name's Kyle, and I want to sell mittens, so it's, it's Kyle Kyle's Mitten. Mitten House. Yeah, I Kyle's saw that Mitten. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my so, God. That was really good, by uh, the way. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think people weren't really offended by it. I mean, it, it was that thing in the comments where people start, like, their own little wars in the comments where they're like, Kyle's innocent, and then someone's like, he's a fucking murderer. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and the whole time, it's just some Mitten video. <laughs> it's like, people get heated. Have you ever watched uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah, Kitten yeah. Mittens? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. That's the only thing that I think of when I hear Mittens. A lot of people comment. Commented Kittenmans. <laughs> <laughs> Rittens Mittens. Yeah, Rittens Mittens, dude. Uh, Rittens Mittens pretty good. It's actually funny because I just got my job back at a gun range. And so... Uh, you work at a gun range? Uh, now I rework at a gun range. Nice. Yes. 
What do you do at a gun range? I run their social media. Dude, that's sick. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, so... um, Dude, I want to go. I've never shot a gun. Oh, really? You haven't? Yeah, no, I'd love to go. Oh, so Machine Gun America is where I work. It's in Kissimmee. Okay. It's one of the few places in Florida, I know for a fact, that you can shoot fully automatic. So they have, like... Well... You've played Call of Duty, like the yeah. World War II, like, era games. So, you know, the MG42. Yeah, the big, the heavy machine, or light machine gun. Yeah, they have yeah. that at MGA. I fired it. Fires like butter. Really? Smooth. It doesn't slam your shoulder and you... That's, nope. That's wild, dude. In fact, if anything, the mini shotgun actually does more damage to my shoulder. That makes Recoil sense. Laws. Yeah. Are you a big gun guy? It's not that I'm a gun fanatic per se, but it's just that ever since I started working at a gun range, I've kind of learned a new respect for firearms. Yeah. Does that make sense? Do you like guns? I've never fired one. Oh, that's right. Duh. <laughs> but uh, I'm interested. I want to do it. Really? Yeah. Right. You should come with me sometime. I'll do it. Hit me up. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll get you, Joe, and Jake. And uh, I don't know. Maybe you can do your next uh, skit Yeah, we get there. a discount? <laughs> I don't know about that. Ah. See, that's the thing. I don't know if even I get a discount. Oh. All right. All right. Never mind. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. I don't want to go. <laughs> if you're not going to give me a discount. I'm sorry, man. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've never fired one. I really wanted to. Really? Yeah. Okay. I took a date once to a gun range, and they were closed. Oh. I think that'd be such a fun date. Right? Gun range date? How sick would that be? That'd be great if you weren't dating a liberal. No, no. I mean, I mean, maybe like a staunch liberal, but I think lots of liberals will shoot guns. I mean, I, I think there's like, I mean, if they're like silly about guns, if they're crazy, like anti-gun, communists love guns. Well, yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> they want all the people armed, you know? Well, you know, they want everybody equal, so I guess everybody armed is part of that pack. Yeah, or just like, you know, if we're going to overthrow the, uh, the oppressive capitalists, then we should be armed. Great. <laughs> Let's just clip that part. That's like, exactly. <laughs> just put that part onto YouTube and watch that get flagged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they'll think I'm a fucking uh, a violent revolutionary. It's funny because I actually do know a guy that looks exactly like you. And nice. Not that he's a revolutionary, but uh, he and his buddies always joke about this thing called the boogaloo. I don't know if you're familiar with no. that. So the boogaloo is another word for the upcoming civil war, if yeah. there ever is one. And so a bunch of gun fanatics, they call themselves boogaloos. And so part, oh. so part of their so their uniforms are usually Oakley sunglasses, zip-up khaki pants with plenty of pockets. Nice. Hawaiian shirts. Okay. And then all their battle gear. Okay. I can visualize this person. I was at a uh, show in St. Cloud, and there was this militia thing flag there and i made fun of it and someone got really offended by it Uh oh but someone else in the in the crowd kept saying boogaloo and i had no idea what that meant oh really oh yeah great. and then someone told me that there's some like violent militia there or something called like boogaloo and i was like oh damn okay yeah it's i hope i wasn't fucking yeah you don't worry you didn't do anything to you know get them to shoot you because no. if anything them being offended by people is not who they're after no the the boogaloo guy was cool but then the the militia sign was some other militia it wasn't boogaloo boys or was whatever it the possibly hell. the three percenters was it like three uh, bars i don't remember but so this guy started he got really butthurt that i made fun of militias i'm like well you guys are fucking little league army or, <laughs> some shit, or something like that like i forgot i forgot what i was calling them you know and he, the little legal uh, yeah and then he was like do you think there's something funny about combat i was like you're in a militia that's not combat <laughs> <laughs> that's right i did jrrotc once yeah, yeah, respect yeah. me yeah exactly it was like yo this is adult jrrotc and then uh yeah he was like i saw combat in afghanistan i was just like yeah I'm, that sucks i'm sorry but i'm talking about this fucking goofy militia i'm not talking about the marines right now yeah exactly like it's not the same thing it's not an established organization so yeah don't worry about guys no like one's that. like dying and no one's like that those guys in the militia died for my freedom like no one thinks that you know if anything the guys in the militia died so i can have toilet paper or i don't know what the, none of them probably died i mean the only way they died in militias is they fucking went to a bike rally and got into an accident like i don't know what the or fuck they died on the inside when they realized that their dreams wouldn't come true yeah and they're in a goofy militia they had to die inside before joining militia they're fuck like i need some kind of camaraderie. True. Hope the militia people. You got a big militia audience. Uh, actually, the, come to think of it, <laughs> now that I work at the gun range, I don't know. Oh, true, true. Did the gun range people know about your pod? Oh yeah, they totally do. Okay, okay. I mean, you know, it's not. I like... love militias. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to save my ass there. Great. Don't worry. I think we'll we'll make sure that your face is blown up so that they go yeah, yeah. not to target. Just this tag guy. me, you know, and put my address. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Exactly. Your <laughs> address. Plate. Everyone in here is cool. Surprisingly, what I've realized about gun people is that, sure, some of them do adhere to the stereotype, but a lot of them are very nice people. I don't doubt it. I went to the gun range. Everyone was cool. Yeah. The thing is that it's like, I mean, there are some things that they are, of course, you know, very passionate about, I guess is the correct word to use. But if anything, they buy a lot of ammo, but they don't want to waste it on you. 
Yeah, I mean, I, there's no way they're homicidal. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's like it doesn't really make sense. Besides, ammo is expensive nowadays, so there's no way they're gonna waste that unless yeah, they know like that a, it's for good reasons. It's just like a wild hobby. Is a lot of it for for a lot of people. I feel like it's just like a wild hobby. I guess that's a way of putting it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> speaking of topics like this, do you joke about like other topics like this in your stand up usually? Like what? I don't know. Like guns. Not enough. I wouldn't say about guns, but just like I don't know other topics that might you know get some people not on edge, but yeah. I mean, um, they'll get a reaction. I guess is the way I'm looking at yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff can be maybe it's like morbid or dark or like I don't know. There's some stuff that I try to curb it a little bit, but I don't know. There's some stuff that I want to do that I just I can't get a normal audience to just like to go along with me. I'm trying to think of specific stuff that I've like tried before. It's just like I don't know. Sometimes it's, like, too fucked up, and it's like, even I don't want to do this, but I wrote out this joke. Um, and then I say it, and I'm like, I'm not this guy. This, yeah. is, this is ridiculous. But, like, I have a good, like, one of my better jokes, I think, is about my grandpa wanting to kill himself, oh. which I think is funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The joke is that, uh, how do you kill yourself when you're 87 years old? You take your chair out of your shower. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think that's a fun joke, you know? Uh, great. <laughs> I think that's a fun one. I mean, I, I laughed. Yeah, you know, you get to, I do the little act out of him and I move the stool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure your grandpa loves you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's he's gone. Oh, I'm sorry he's to hear that. Gonna, nah, I mean, he's not dead. Oh, but he's okay. like for all practical purposes. Like uh, Alzheimer's? Yeah, well, something, you know. I don't know. He's, he's not diagnosed Alzheimer's, I don't think. He's just senile, you know? Okay, got it. I don't know. Like, my mom visited him recently. She brought him McDonald's, and he was really happy. He was eating his McDonald's, you know? He goes, man, that was really great. And my mom's like, yeah, you know, you're welcome, Dad. And then he goes, who are you? And then that was, like, oh, the interaction. Yeah. It's like, ooh. And then I visited him once, and uh, he didn't know who I was. My mom said at one point that uh, he, like, pointed at a, a pillar or, like, a plant or something, and was like, who's that guy? So, I mean, it's <laughs> oh, like, okay, you know, he's at that point. Right, so that's where he's at. It's sad. It is. It's super sad, but it's also like it's inevitable. It's inevitable, but it's also like he's almost ninety. Oh, so wow. like if you get that old, like kind of like Betty White. Like Betty White was totally lucid. Like she was like ninety nine and like totally there. It right? seemed right. She wasn't. It's not. Maybe they were hiding it, like Ronald Reagan or whatever. But uh, or a certain president that's involved. Yeah, right or now. now with Biden. Now, I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> saying it's totally possible. If I'm unalived by the end of this, <laughs> yeah. you now know why. Well, you think Biden's goons are gonna get you? <laughs> are you kidding me? I don't think he remembers what he told them this morning. Yeah, no. I mean, Biden's uh, extremely inarticulate. It's to the point of uh, it's bizarre. You've ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> who's the president? It was Terry Crews. I it, forgot his name. Um, was it Nacho? <laughs> yes, <laughs> shit. It was like Nacho Explosion or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, President Nacho, dude. That movie's good. That's kind of an underrated comedy. We're trying to water the crops with uh, energy drink, and we don't know why it's yeah, not working. It's got what plants crave. <laughs> That's a great line. It's got what plants crave. <laughs> and then it's just Luke Wilson being the smartest guy on yeah, the planet. Yeah. yeah, he's just an average dude just being like, nah, water, bro. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's what's his name? He did uh, King of the Hill. He did, what's his fucking name? Mike Judge. That's right. Yeah, he did uh, Office Space. Mike Judge, pretty great. Dang it, that boy ain't right. <laughs> God damn it, Pop. Uh, speaking of that, did you actually know that he was born in Ecuador? Mike Judge? Yeah. No, no clue. Yeah. Is he Ecuadorian? That's the thing. I don't know if he was like born to like American parents or something. Yeah, but... he could be. Yeah, because... Um, half Ecuadorian. Because his Texan accent is really good. Yeah, it's great. It's so funny. <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't like talking politics or religion on the show, but I guess yeah. it's kind of slip, especially if we're talking about touchy subjects. Yeah. But um, I kind of came to the conclusion that King of the Hill is kind of a right-wingish show, in very good humor, of course, because yeah. um, I forgot what episode it was, but Luann's boyfriend at the time blew up in their version of Walmart, and so the niece, Luann, she, like, shaved her head and put on, like, a body-length dress. Yeah. And um, what's the name of the guy with the pit stains and the wife beater? Dale? No, not Dale. It's um the fat balding guy. Oh, uh, it's Bill? Not oh, Bill. Yeah, Bill, Bill. Yeah. So Bill looks at Hank and he goes, "Hey, Hank, Luann looked like she pro-choice." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's hilarious. I mean, that's like not a. That's not like a necessarily like a political statement. Like you do look pro-choice if you shave your head as a lady. Yeah. Right. You know? It's. Correct. That's yeah. all I can say it is. And then there was, um, what was the Laotian guy's name? Khan? Uh, I yeah, Khan. Uh, I, I forgot the You can do name. the voice. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's really easy. <laughs> it's really easy. <laughs> That's great. No, I mean, I couldn't do the voice. I don't want to be on film. <laughs> doing my doing my best lay ocean i mean can you do other impressions and whatnot kind of yeah i'm pretty good at some of them oh really do you ever add them into your act at all i gotta do it more 
I'm trying to think. I do like I always break into Southern for some reason. Hmm. I'll like switch into Southern. There's like a big act out hmm. where I I don't need to do Southern, but I do. I act out like a it's <laughs> like a dad who's gonna hit his son. <laughs> <laughs> And it always ends up being like, I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of you. That's how it always comes out. <laughs> I'm going to beat the shit out. kind of sounds like Goofy if he were yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, well, you're doing Goofy. <laughs> you're like, oh, gosh, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be brutal. <laughs> Come here, Max. Yeah, he beats the fuck out of Max. Oh, God. It wouldn't have been as goofy as a movie. It would be a not extremely goofy yeah, movie. Not, not a very goofy movie. <laughs> that was... The- <laughs> That's the sequel, the very serious sequel. Oh, I don't know if you knew this, but like there was this old series on Disney Channel called The House of Mouse. No, I never, I don't know. So basically Disney and like all the most known Disney characters like Donald, Goofy, Minnie, Daisy, they all run like a nightclub for all the Disney characters. And so it's like you'll have the 101 Dalmatians at one table and then you'll have the villain section and then like Mickey just hosts the show and I completely forgot where I was going with this. Yeah, House of Mouse. Oh yeah, but um, it's kind of weird to think about all those cartoons as a young kid. What about what about them? I don't know. It's just I had it there, but then it kind of <laughs> slipped off. You know what? Let's yeah. But I mean, we're yeah. talking about Goofy beating his son. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um. Oh, now I remember. So yeah. in one of the episodes of The House of Mouse, Goofy asks this cow named Clarabelle out. And so nice. n- now that I think about a not so extremely goofy movie, yeah, I don't know, just extra cow sounds if you catch my drift. Extra cow sounds? You know, Dad, what are you doing in there? Oh, nothing. No, he's just, oh, he's just railing a cow. Mm. <laughs> That'd be intense, dude. I had no idea. That sounds like the real world, but Di- <laughs> Disney, House of Mouse. Great. And then, like, if Donald wants to be really brazen, he can be like, "Hey, I can't do Donald's Donald impression." Stuff. He is, and you know, Donald could be like, "Hey, Goofy, did you fuck that cow last night?" <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> sure yeah. did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be fucking weird. That's kind of like that one show. They kind of did that. But uh, it was like the cartoon real world that was really like vulgar. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I, I don't, don't know. I forgot the name Celebrity of the show. Celebrity Deathmatch? No, 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 no. Celebrity Deathmatch was sick, though. I've only seen a few episodes. It's, like, It's good. I mean, when did it like premiere? Like the 90s? I think maybe maybe early 2000s. Yeah, it was. I just remember watching that on MTV2 as a kid being like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> this shit's insane. I guess that was the transition from music to not music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, MTV2 had some wild shit on it still okay i don't know if this was a fever dream but did they have girls gone wild on there mm, maybe advertisements for it, but they were, it. they're not gonna put titties out on mtv on yeah not on yeah MTV, you're right dude. it's mtv not hbo yeah yeah hbo that was where you could see titties yeah and like real dark stuff in fact what like like there's the show oz Oh, dude, I tried to watch, I watched like a season of Oz. That shit was like, it was too intense almost. Like it was just like, I don't know, it was bizarre. Was it the future? I don't know. Was it supposed to be the future? Because the prison, it felt so strange. It felt like such a strange environment. I never watched it, but like I remember my friend telling me what it was all about. And yeah. I was like, why would anyone create a show like this? It's just because it's like, I mean, Euphoria is probably worse than Oz. You've seen Euphoria? I watched one episode of Euphoria and I thought it was really funny. Really? Yeah, I think there's something wrong with me because, I mean, there's something wrong with me, but I thought it was ridiculous. Because every, every girl's been blowing up their story about, after Euphoria, I'm doing this. And I, yeah, yeah, And yeah. everyone looks like the show was, like, all sexed up and whatnot. No, it is. Really? It, it's, like, high school, but it's, like, pornographic. So it's illegal. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. It's, like, bizarre. It's really weird. I mean, I watched one episode of it, so I don't have, like, a, a great uh, knowledge of the show. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just, like, a child is – she's a prostitute, and she's 14, and she's addicted to heroin. And then her best friend is a drug dealer whose dad beats the fuck out of him. Like, that's, like, the whole show. Jesus. It's it's intense. It's just, like, this overdramatic thing that is just insane. And then they're also all children at the same time. It's kind of weird, too, when they, like, cast adult people to play children. Yeah, I mean – I mean, it's for this show, it is like legal necessity, but like, it's just... Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like the most horrible fucking shit happening to like children. It's insane. I feel like some of these writers have like some ulterior motives and it's like, well, yeah. what if we cast them as adult people? Hmm? No, and they're like, no, 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 it's gotta be kids. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, no, it's wild. That's like, I don't know what to call that, like gratuitous or... Uh... I don't know, there's something something evil about it. Bad vibes. <laughs> Bad vibes from Euphoria. And, but I uh, thought it was really funny. Too, and then Netflix time. had that show, what was it called? Cuties? Sweeties? Cuties, yeah. I, I heard Cuties was kind of like not that bad and that it got this uh, bad rep for like 
either one scene or just like the way it was marketed. But if you actually watch the movie, it's like not that crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. But I never watched it. I don't know. Well, that's good. How it was being advertised, I was like... Yeah, all the press on it was like, this is filth. This is like the sin of God or whatever. This is pedophiles. Yeah, they all love feet because they're pedophiles. Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) Pedophiles. Yeah, dude. What's the difference? Is one Irish? (laughs) That's not bad. Oh, thank you. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, no, that shit's fucking crazy. I just imagine. I don't know. Do you think that you can make a euphoria bit in your in your? Sketch? I'd have to watch more of it, but maybe. I mean, it's not a bad idea. But I just thought it was such a dumb show. I just I thought it was really stupid. I mean, maybe someone listening to this will be upset and they'll be like, "I love euphoria. Fuck you." Yeah. But if anyone watches that and it's like, "This really happens. This kind of stuff really happens." It's like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It's like, no, it doesn't, dude. It's like, yeah, a twelve-year-old runs a brothel out of his trailer park and. He does heroin already. It's like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's like a cartoon. Like, it becomes insane. <laughs> a really demented cartoon. Yeah, no, it just it's so ridiculous that it becomes cartoonish to me, and then I start laughing at it. Huh, and I guess that's where you kind of get your inspiration for some of these jokes. <laughs> yeah, maybe, dude. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, there is, like, something... Uh, I don't know. I end up doing, like, gallows humor stuff or whatever, or, you know, just, like, really dark, like, morbid stuff. Okay. Because part of me does, like, generally just find humor in that because I, I almost feel like... I don't know, detached from it that like really crazy, sad things almost don't sound real. So there's something absurd about them. So there's something funny. Okay. Like there's not too many steps to funny. Okay. I, I can totally see where you're coming from that. And then of course you can totally see the underside as well as that, you know, people actually went through this. And that's, yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. It's like 9-11. Like how many 9-11 jokes are there? How many Holocaust jokes are there? Exactly. Like, there's so many. I mean, I'm a Jew. Yeah. And... Yeah. I mean, it's like, there's so many. And these things are just inevitable. And so for me, I tend to say more Asian jokes, especially around my Korean cousins, which is kind of bad. Yeah. But then the thing is that another reason why I do that is because for people who get offended, I feel like the joke has power over them because they are offended. Yeah. But by me going along with it and laughing at it, that's kind of me holding my own power for it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, and then, like, I would imagine as long as the joke's not at your expense, like, directly or something, it's not like, if the aim is not to be an asshole, or if the aim is to be an asshole, then it's fucked. And I think everyone can tell that, too. I'm not telling a joke about my uh, grandpa wanting to kill himself because I think it would hurt his feelings if he heard it. Or, like, you know, like, it's not my goal. I'm just like, isn't it kind of silly that someone really old wants to die? Like, of course they want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, now that I think about it, it kind of can be a coping me- mechanism, too. Because I don't know how close you are with your grandpa. But the thing nah, is, not that, really. I feel that, actually. So, since my mom died, you know, I kind of see the world a little darker as well. Yeah. And so, sure, being optimistic, I guess, is okay. But it's just that you. what I learned in this world is that you can't be too optimistic because you will get pushed over. Yeah, I mean, you can't be naive. Like, True. You can be optimistic without being naive. I'm still walking that line. Yeah. So. I mean, I have a tendency to predict things very negatively. Like, I have a pathology, you know? <laughs> like, it's not... Hmm. I go to therapy for it, and my therapist is like, you're predicting the future, and you think it's going to be horrible. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that is one. Hmm. Why am I doing that? There's no reason it couldn't go amazing. It's probably just going to go in between, like, everything else. Rationally, it's going to be in the middle. In fact, recently, I don't know if I was ever taught this, but someone said that, like, in order to get over anxiety, you keep, you think about the situation, then you think of, like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. What's the least worst thing that's going to happen, and then what's most likely going to happen. Right, right. And so I guess that's kind of a way, I don't know, that's the first thing that came to mind when you were talking about your process of, like, thinking these things through. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I haven't, I hadn't heard that. I heard, like, if you imagine the worst case and, like, think, oh, I could deal with that even if that happens, then that, like, lessens the anxiety considerably, you know? Really? Well, ever since Final Fantasy, every time I'm driving behind, like, a, a truck oh, full of logs. Dude, that's scary as shit, dude. I hate that. I'm not going to be behind any, or a truck with, like, a, any kind of, like, slats of wood hanging out the back. Like, a pickup truck the other day just had a big-ass fucking pole. I'm like, is this even tied to anything, dude? I'm like, I'm about to get... <laughs> What's it called? Uh, Impaled. I'm about to get Final Destination, dude. I'm about to get fucking de- 100%. And I had to take a left behind him, dude. I was like, fuck this, dude. I was, uh, I was upset. Do you know what's the worst? When you're driving on the highway going your full speed, and then there's like a semi-truck right next to you on the curb. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you feel yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. about yeah. to topple you. Yeah, dude. The fuck that. I hate, I always pass them. Like, I'm not going to ever be behind a semi. Like, I'm fucking going past it, dude. I'm, I don't know. I don't care if I get a ticket. They'll yeah, understand. Yeah, no, I'll go 85 in the 60, dude, to, to get around the semi. I wonder if the cop will understand, be like, it's just like, we should go after him. No, 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 we were there once. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe. I, if I wonder, I bet a, a reasonable cop might be, it's all, like, it's all right. I get it. I was like, I was just passing that fucking semi, dude. I didn't want to be behind the semi. That would suck, dude. For real. I don't want to die. <laughs>
One time I met this cop, I was waiting for tickets to um, UCS Bowl game, the Chick-fil-A Bowl. Nice. And this cop, instead of being an asshole, started doing Cartman impressions. Yeah? It was pretty funny. He was like, hey guys, you need to move your car. I know they didn't stuff. Respect my authority. <laughs> what a goofball. And I found that line extra specific. Yeah, yeah, respect my authority. Authority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and sp- yeah. I just bought a City Walk shirt from this oh, one nice. website. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah, dude, Shitty Walk. Shitty Walk, man, take auto praise. <laughs> you get to get away with all of it. Well, Every yeah. Asian thing, dude. Dude, you can do true, you but have then, such liberty. True, but then I had to deal with some Asian jokes growing up. Eh, oh, well. oh, true, yeah. But you That's know what? True, it's okay because that means I can get away with a bunch more stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I guess that's true. I didn't think about it that way because uh, I, I mean, the only thing I got, I was a big fat kid, so that sucked. Oh, but I don't think I can claim fat stuff now. Yeah, well, you look like you've leaned out by a bunch. Yeah, I mean, graduating high school, I was probably two twenty. Really? Yeah. Dang. So and now I'm like one sixty. Good for you, man. Yeah, lost some poundage there. That's a whole person you lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a six-year-old kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big six-year-old kid, but... 60? 60 pounds? Oh, I thought you said 100... Sorry, I thought you said you 100 three... pounds. No, 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 no. No, I lost 60 pounds. 60 pounds, good for you, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't 320. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. Maybe 320 pounds. Oh, I thought you said... No, you're right. Like I told you, I didn't get the yeah, Asian yeah, you, math. You don't like math. I don't like math or That's finance. That's wild, dude. Half Jew, half Asian. You'd expect that, but the thing is, I guess they kind of canceled each other out. Right. No, that's weird. What are you? What's your background? My dad's French, and then my mom's just a bunch of white stuff. I have no idea. Got I it. mean, I don't I have no idea. It's like Italian, Norwegian, Do you have Irish. Any red hair in your family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, neither of my parents are, but uh, apparently, like, my great grandpa had red hair. Got and it. And then someone on my mom's, like, my grandmother's sister had red hair, I think, or something like that. Yeah, so it's not like no one alive. <laughs> like, no, I'm the only ginger alive right now. Got it. Who's, uh, you know, in my family. Apparently, redheads make up only two percent of people in the world yeah it's really low which is surprising because yeah. i've seen a bunch of redheads in fact my dad's a redhead oh really my dad's a redheaded blue-eyed jew from new york nice dude he's like uh woody allen <laughs> <laughs> oh and he also dated an asian. And an asian dude what the fuck right All except right. my mom was not adopted uh, yeah, by him yeah first. that's good that's good yeah my dad's that's a stand-up your guy your mom wasn't your dad's stepdaughter or whatever the fuck i don't care how famous woody allen is what yeah. he did was fucked up yeah no what he did was horrible does he make great films yeah that's okay. Kubrick made some great films. Kubrick's made some great films, and he was a total asshole. Yeah, he he seems like just a piece of shit to work with, and like an insane, obsessive asshole. Yeah. Whereas Woody Allen is just like a pedophile. Or like a great value John Lennon looking wise. Who? Woody Allen? Yeah. I don't know. It's the glasses and the mop top haircut. Yeah, I guess. Kind of, yeah, kind of. Oh, and the Asian women too. Now yeah, think both about the it. Asian women. They're both fetishists. Or whatever. <laughs> great. Or whatever. Being half Korean, my sister talks about how like white guys fetishize Asian yeah, women no, all the that's time. very common. I noticed that too. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I don't like thinking of myself as like a mistake or anything like that. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> are you a mistake? No, it's not that I'm a mistake. It's just that a lot of people are like, oh, well, this situation's bad. And then it's just like, I didn't ask to be born like this. It just happened. Well, what do you mean? Like, what? What? I don't know. Some people are like, oh, you're dating someone outside your race. Uh, and that's bad. Or like, or, you know, oh, you're dating a white person. And then, right, you know, right, just right. like my dad married a Korean woman. I don't see anything bad in that. It's like, maybe right. I was too young to understand what the reasons were. Or like, yeah, quote unquote, imperialism because right. you know, we were in Korea. But you know what? I love my parents, both of them. My stepmom, too. I mean, there are weird ones. There are weird, like, interracial relationships where you go, that's racy weird okay fair enough you can see that there's other ones that's just like yeah i happen to fall in love with a fucking chinese woman why is this a big fucking deal right she's like a fucking normal lady she's not some you're not an idiot but you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like she's not like a hapless she has the agency to choose a white guy in yeah the same way i have you know whatever and it's fine mm-hmm. but there's also ones where it's like you can kind of tell you ordered that lady from russia like that's <laughs> fucked up okay yeah that's not even interracial, but like necessarily over a white guy, but, but an American guy taking some Croatian lady, like this is weird. Yeah. This is like transactional and, uh. You can definitely tell there's no love there. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's just like he's old and has money and is gross. And she wants to live in America and is hot, but is from Colombia, Estonia, wherever the hell is from some place where she'd rather be in America. And then that's kind of fucked. Actually, one time that reminded me of this one guy that came in to Machine Gun America. There was like this 60 year old white guy and he brought in like this 20 year old like Colombian girl. Right. She was pretty hot. I'm sure. And so like um, when she came in and I looked at them too, I was thinking uh, I didn't want to ask, but I wanted to ask the guy, is this your daughter? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. That's the thing. None of us really knew how to go about it we were just like listen as long as he wants to spend his money and shoot guns here yeah just let, you know let him live his life yeah 
but still, I think there was like a 40-year gap. gap. Yeah, yeah, that shit's fucking weird. Like, that shit's weird. Right? I mean, he could have been like a really young grandpa yeah. when she was born. Yeah, easily. How old are you, 27? I'm 27, yeah. 27. So it's like, I don't know if you've had this experience, but like, I'm 25, and I'll talk to a girl who's like 20, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. Actually, I get that too, especially since I take pictures at all the bars around here and the UCF area. Yeah. So it's like, of course, those are the bars that we drank at when we were in undergrad, but I only go there because they pay me. When some of these girls try to talk to me, they're like 18 or 19 at the youngest, and I'm like, shouldn't you be in bed by now? Yeah. 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 No, it's like, it's weird. I was trying to talk to some girl at a coffee shop, and then at one point, I was like, ah, oh, this is like weird. But the thing that really was like, ugh, she was like, yeah, dude, math class is so hard. And I was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was like, in, co- in college? Yeah, it's like at college. I was like, okay. Okay, good. <laughs> but I was still, I was just like, I just don't want to hear some, I don't know, I just don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just kind yeah. of off-putting. Yeah, especially since we already dealt with all that, it's like, we don't want to deal with it again. What? Oh, yeah, like college shit? Or any kind of school stuff. School stuff, yeah. Exams. I don't know. I- terms. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I did the last girl I did was in college, and it wasn't that weird. But she was like almost done with it. And yeah, exactly. Had a degree. That's or a little whatever. bit different because at least they. This I, was like a college freshman. I was just like, ugh. Yeah, exactly. This is weird. Although, not gonna lie, when I was still in undergrad taking pictures at bars, like sometimes there'd be like two forty-year-old guys. Like they wouldn't know each other, but they'd be like in the same building as like yeah. everybody. And either they'd be just drinking, or one guy would be drinking, but some other guy I overheard him once, and he was like, "Yeah, I like him way younger." Uh, <laughs> Dude, that's fucking gross, dude. Yeah, and I felt weird around them being a senior about to graduate, but all the right, right. But then right. I, everyone had to tell me, "No, Danny, you're fine. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. our age." And I'm like, "Yeah, if you're like 22 and they're 19, that, that's something else." But I feel like once you get like, I don't know, there's probably some 20 year old girl who uh, doesn't fit this description. But as a stereotype or generality, it's like we're not gonna connect. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> like I don't care about like like my mom's fucking. Th- I'm like pay rent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you paid rent before? That's right. Do you know how expensive? health insurance is yeah 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 or whatever that one i'm still on my parents 25 you're lucky i think i got three months and then i'm done I'm, until march and then i'm on my own i'm, I'm 27 and i've been doing that with that for two years is it it was it like 100 bucks a month depends because the thing is that technically according to the irs i'm broke and oh so yeah depending on like you know how much you make and whatnot they'll kind of like give you some tax credits as well to help you out yeah so it sounds like a bunch of these people whether they're college freshmen or not sounds like they'd be fun people to interview out on the street oh yeah yeah i started doing a show on snapchat it's called one question and uh i just interview random people how long have you been doing it for i think we filmed the first one in october on halloween oh nice yeah and then we've been trying to do it like once a week we took a little break there because that was like the pilot to like show snapchat if they wanted it and then they ended up wanting it oh really and so then we really started filming maybe a month ago two months ago, like a month and a half ago that's awesome well yeah. what are some of the questions that you've asked what was the first one the first one was shoot what's the worst thing you do for a billion dollars was the first one <laughs> what were some of the answers you got from that one a lot of people went straight to like kick a baby, like violence on children. It was like it was oh. like a really fast, like they were like punch a kid, and you're like, whoa, Jesus Christ! Whoa, I do that for free. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, for, I'd pay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that, that that was like a lot of people's first reaction. What was another one? And then then it was tough too, because like basically my plan was like ask that question, and then I had like follow up questions. So like it's called one question, but it's I would like twenty get, questions. Yeah, I would get more specific about the thing. Like, would you do this? Would you do this? Would you do this? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Like one, I asked like, would you forget the ability to read? Like you just can't read for the rest of your life, and you can't relearn how to do it. And then a girl was like, Yeah, I'd fucking, I don't read now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she was funny, dude. Great. Yeah, it's like great. One of, it's like those Fox News interviews when they go around like the beach asking, "Who was our?" first president yeah everyone's yeah, like, yeah 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 uh barack obama <laughs> yeah dude it's kind of like that but like they get to fill in the blank with their own fucking wild or, or a stupid thing so it's a little bit of improv thrown in there okay yeah yeah or it's just like i just kind of put them on the spot i think i'm gonna film tomorrow i'm not sure what i'm gonna ask but hmm. i think i had some ideas this one was like a dumb idea but i'm not gonna do it but i think it would be funny is okay. if who would win in a fight me versus your dad who would win <laughs> just think that would be funny <laughs> but, <laughs> two gingers going at it yeah hmm. no no just like any yeah just like random people like you think i could beat the fuck out of your dad <laughs> it's like but i'm not gonna do that i don't know if you're capable of doing martial arts or not does your dad do martial arts no nah, i mean uh, he was in the army for 10 years but, nice but he broke his back so oh, dude, i got him dude he's done <laughs> great he's toast dude actually one time my two stepsisters were playing with him and they both jumped on his neck and so so oh. how they described it was so my dad was my hockey coach growing up and so we had a 
game later that day. And so my sisters called saying, hey, our dad won't be able to come to the game today because his neck is broken. And so everybody thought that my dad died. <laughs> and oh. apparently they were going to throw like a candlelight vigil for him. But then, but then everyone was like, no, 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 he's not dead. They just messed his neck up a little bit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's not how he broke his back. Correct. No, okay. no, he actually broke his back lifting up gear during a training exercise and like two of his discs slipped. Hey, dude, that's like a nightmare for me. Yeah. Was that any kind of back pain thing, dude? Oh, he was in terrible pain for a very long it's time. the worst. And uh, we still have canes from the time that yeah. he used it for walking around, but I think that's what got him out of the army, though. So, yeah. Yeah. Honorable discharge. Yeah, medical discharge. Medical discharge. That's what I was trying mm-hmm. to say. No, dude, yeah, that's like, um, fuck that, dude. My dad has like back pain like that. He's like a HVAC contractor. Mm-hmm. So he just works fucking, you know, manual labor all the time. He's like 60. Uh, Still, oh. He's actually 64. He's about to be 64. Dang. Is he um, retiring anytime soon? Yeah. I think he's got like six months. Okay, good. To live. Because... But no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he, that, that got dark really quick. <laughs> no, no. No, he's got six months uh, or something like that left working until he's, he's done. Okay, He's nice. so excited to be done. I bet. So stoked to retire. And it's funny because we're just starting our lives. Yeah. Would you do that if you were like, had like a lump sum of, of money right now, like $10 million, Would you just retire? To be honest, I don't know. Yeah. I would keep doing comedy, but I'd, I'd quit my day job. Nice. I feel like it would be hard to be funny with, with $10 million. Right? Because I feel like the more broke slash bad things happen to you, the more funny you will, you will be. Yeah. I mean, there's a line, though. You still have, I mean, there's super rich and famous comics who are still funny. Who are still really funny. Mm-hmm. Not that many. Yeah. No. <laughs> and it can, uh, like, make you worse. I think it has made comics worse, like, getting really rich. I don't know. It maybe makes them out of touch with reality. Yeah, hundred percent. Led them. Yeah, led their flavor to their jokes. But like one, who some guy would think is like weirdly underrated. At least someone I don't know, like critically underrated is like Sebastian Maniscalco. I don't know if you're a fan of his. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've heard of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I get if you don't like it, but I think he's so funny. But he's like a bajillionaire, and he's still hilarious. Like he's still really funny. Okay. Yeah, and he talks about like even having like the goal to like still go buy his own groceries, like and still talk to like go to parent teacher conferences. Otherwise, he. You get out of touch. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. All right. See, one thing that I love about comedians coming onto the show is that I always have great conversations with them, and that's exactly how I feel with you, Christoph. Oh, thanks, dude. Oh, yeah, it's been fun. 100%. And with that being said, we are in the final stage of any Big DK Energy episode, mm-hmm. and that is the bonus question round. Ten questions you do not know about, but you will still be hired afterwards. Okay, hell yeah. So, um, with that being said, are you ready, Mr. Jean? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, excellent. So, question number one. You're at an MMA main event. Who are you sitting with, friends, celebrities, etc., and who is fighting? I mean, I'd take Jake, Rika. He's a huge MMA fan. That would be fun. I'd take my buddy Joe. How many people do I get to list? Uh, you can pick two more. Two more? Okay. Anyone in the world? Anyone in the world. That's still alive? Can they be dead? If you find someone to bring him back, sure. Okay. I would take Norm MacDonald there. Nice. I think that'd be a lot of fun. He loves sports. He loves gambling. So I would gamble with Norm. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Who else would I take to MMA? Shoot, I'm trying to think of... Oh, my friend Gavin. Okay. <laughs> my friend Gavin from high school is like my best friend from high school. Oh, nice. And he loves MMA. That'd be sick. Excellent. And who's fighting? Who's fighting? Um, It can be anyone fighting. It doesn't have to be MMA fighters. Yeah, I mean, one time somebody did Trump versus Obama. Oh, so, uh, I think Obama would win that. See, that's the thing. We said Obama would be more nimble and have more stamina, whereas Don is a unit and it could absorb a lot of punches. And if he could just land one, then he could possibly I don't know. It. I think the age gap is really considerable there. There's like an 18-year age gap. I feel like Trump's, what, like 75? I don't know. He's in his mid-70s. But, um, okay, who are we taking? <laughs> who, we can watch anyone fight, dude. Stephen Hawking. No, um, <laughs> and uh, Stephen Hawking versus um, versus uh, versus Walt Jr. from Breaking Bad. <laughs> Let's get it on, dude. Oh, my. <laughs> excellent, sick. I paid money to watch that. No, nah, I think I think it's Walt Jr. Unfortunately. <laughs> I think he has more mo- mobility. <laughs> Great. Just, yeah. just imagine if Joe Rogan, um, what Joe Rogan's comments would oh, be like. yeah, he's still popping off like crazy. Yeah. Well, we just ran him over with his wheel. Oh, that'd be sick if he could, maybe if he had like a souped up wheelchair for the event. And then you just press a button and then like four dock yeah, arms come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them have little mitts on. With uh, Kyle's mitten house? Yeah, yeah. With Kyle's just little fucking MMA mitts. Oh my God. That'd be a lot of fun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> number two you've been selected to choose the next person to be made fun of south park who do you pick made fun of on south park i don't know i'm not i didn't watch that much south park really no not really i don't know they kind of do everything right they fucking really i don't know i love their movies i love team america so much oh team america is one of the best it's one of, it's so good 
It's so good. America. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That and like one of the fu- the fucking sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. You're here. good. But the scene where he's like, uh, "You might have to kill yourself. Take this," and he just throws him a hammer. <laughs> I think that's one of the best. One of the best bits. Dude, the sex scene from that. Movie. <laughs> the sex scene is incredible. Honestly. That's a real talent to both be a marionette puppeteer while still having to do all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking for hours. Just imagine, like, I trained all my life just so that I can make puppets have sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy went to college for puppets. Um, <laughs> wait, what was the question? Oh, uh, make fun of on South Park? I can't think of one. Really? There's no one that you dislike? I mean, all the ones I'm thinking of, like, celebrities I dislike? I don't know. I have some hot takes, I guess. Go ahead. I don't know, Dave Chappelle. I think we could rip into Dave Chappelle for a while. Oh, my God. I think that'd be great. That'd be interesting because he's usually the one ripping people. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that'd be interesting. Huh. All right. Just because I think it'd be, I don't know. Yeah, I, have, I, I have some hot takes on Dave Chappelle. I don't think they've ever done that. So, yeah. I think he just blew up and now he thinks he's like God's gift to earth. And I'm just like, dude, relax. <laughs> like, I, I just, I don't know. I saw a clip of him and he's like, when I go out, I'm not making memories. I'm making history. And it's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? What, what, what history are you making? What have you done? I don't know. The history of Dave Chappelle. Yeah. They, what are we talking about right now? I don't know. <laughs> so, number three. You've been tasked with assembling a group of superheroes, real or made up, and they have to solve a mundane task. What is the task and how do they all contribute? Okay. Uh, I might steal these questions from my show. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, if you think they're good, go ahead. How many, uh, let's say, what, four, four superheroes? Yeah. Okay. So, like, you're the commissioner and you give these four yeah, superheroes? Yeah, yeah. I gotta alert them to do a mundane task. Yeah. I would just get, like, someone to just clean my house. That'd be <laughs> nice. My bedroom's like a fucking... It's a nightmare. So the four superheroes, how are they cleaning your house? Maybe I grab just, like, the Flash, because I feel like he could do everything mm-hmm. really quickly, because that's, like, his whole thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe the other three, we just hang out. That'd be cool. <laughs> just have Flash do all the work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I can hang out with Dr. Manhattan for a while. Okay. I think that'd be cool. I just want to talk to him, see what he has to say. And hopefully he doesn't blow you up. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't just vaporize me. Like Rorschach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, um, that was an intense scene in that uh, movie. Yeah. I just got the the graphic novel. I haven't read it. Oh, I've really? seen the movie, but I haven't read the graphic novel. Weird question. Is the owl guy named Dan? I don't remember. Okay. All right. Got, yeah, I think that's solid. The Flash clean up, and then me and Dr. Manhattan hang out, and I'm just like, yo, what, is God real? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and then he's like, I am the God yeah, that like, you ah, speak come of. Come on, give me something good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Make a LaCroix fountain out of, <laughs> yeah, out of nothing? Yeah, yeah. He, I just end up making him like... All right, put a chocolate pudding machine in my, in, in my room. Like I just, I'm like, yo, infinite Snickers bars. <laughs> you know, Jake would be over all no. the time. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. We Damn, love you, man. God is ass, dude. God is fucking ass. We love you, Jake. We love Jake. Number four, who is a hero of yours that isn't a friend or family member? I mean, my favorite comic's Norm. Like McDonald, I've probably mentioned him like four times already, but I'm just such a huge fan of his. You mean Turd Ferguson? Yeah, Turd Ferguson. I have a shirt. <laughs> it's him as Turd Ferguson on it. <laughs> yeah, because it's funny. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah, it's all time. But his stand-up is like it's brilliant. When Norm does have a mustache, yeah, I sometimes get him and Tom Selleck mixed up. They, he kind of looks like Tom Selleck, right? When he has okay, a mustache like good that. thing to know that I'm not the only one that thinks no, 100%. that. Number five. What is your dream vacation and itinerary? I really want to go to Europe. So, you know, I, I got to go to somewhere in Europe. I might just like go all the fuck over because you can end up in France and then like... A few hours later. Yeah, just get on a train, go to England, then go to fucking what's Amsterdam, one, then go to fucking everywhere. What's one country that you must visit specifically? I've heard such good things about Amsterdam. It seems like so much fun. And I'll take the fucking mushrooms there or whatever, the legal mushrooms there and just like trip nuts. And then go to Anne Frank's house on my <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'll, I'll ride a bike. <laughs> You'll ride a bike to Anne Frank's house. Yeah. Yeah, on mushrooms. Whoa. <laughs> Talk about a trip, right? Whoa, dude. <laughs> That'd be fun. Number six. You're in the zombie apocalypse. Nice. Describe your loadout. Well, I feel like some sort of like MRE style food is necessary, like some sort of intensely calorie dense survival bullshit that you can buy from InfoWars or whatever. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then. Oh, yeah, believe me, trust yeah. me, you should try this bone broth. <laughs> yeah, 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 just do that shit. Probably some sort of like, I feel like a, a shotgun would be very handy, like something with a large blast radius. Okay. Got a lot of spread, like uh, that Bill Burr bit. Got a lot of spread. <laughs> just so I can like shoot down like. Four zombies all at once. <laughs> yep. <laughs> got it. So you got food. You got a gun. Yeah. Anything else? I don't know. Maybe like a Nintendo Switch <laughs> with all my games on it. <laughs> got to keep yourself occupied. Yeah. If I'm bored during the apocalypse, dude, 
I gotta have something. Okay, kind of a, an off thought, but I've always thought about like, let's just say you bought like a portable Wi-Fi router, but yeah. like YouTube and like the entire world goes to shit. Yeah. If, could you still like turn on Wi-Fi and access YouTube? I mean, the satellites, right? That's where you're getting it is from satellites. I don't know how much maintenance they require. There might be at some point where it's like, oh, now we can't anymore because there's some facility that needs to be running on Earth, but I have no idea how it works. Dang. That would be really heartbreaking for like the last. Yeah, the people. last Wi-Fi dude. That'd be such a bummer. And like you know, bandits would love to target that thing. It's like, wait a minute, I haven't watched porn in like four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd give be me. Sick. That'd be sick. I would probably just start downloading shit as much as I could. Well, and then you don't have electricity at some point too, probably. Or but you could figure out electricity. Yeah, like you can. I don't know. There's solar powered batteries. Solar powered. Steal a generator. There's. I guess it's not even stealing at that point. Just go find a bunch of generators that's right and then just hook them up or like do that with car batteries yeah. i know they did that on one discovery show called the colony but anyway number seven if you were paid to go back to school and they had every single major there both yeah. fiction and non-fiction in this scenario okay what would you choose i mean i think if i went back to school i'd want to i don't know so like here let me give you an example of what this for example i would pick ghost hunting oh okay you know what i mean okay if that gives you an idea of like you know what this answer could be right my first thought was like pretty practical if i was going to go back to college and like learn things just to, for the love of learning things i feel like i'd want to end up with like a uh a philosophy degree or like get really into literature or just something like that because that's stuff that i like i kind of like as a hobbyist know very surface level things about and like want to like commit time to it but it, i'm lazy and it's hard to read books <laughs> so i'd want to do that or like music like learn music theory because i like know how to play guitar but i don't really know anything about like i know the very basics of like how a scale works and how a key works or whatever the hell but i don't know anything about it but it'd be cool to know all that stuff fucking philosopher made a sick album i was about to say like a, a philosophy rock yeah opera. that'd be sick what is life <laughs> yeah, yeah how, if i could shred <laughs> with a face filter and i knew about the meaning of life and i could shred dude how, <laughs> how awesome would i be you'd be unstoppable i'd be unreal you'd be like dio but going to heaven yeah <laughs> number eight if you could live in any movie universe what would it be Ooh, you ever see like mike Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what if I could throw those shoes on? Wouldn't that be sick? <laughs> if I could just dunk anytime I want? <laughs> you just see, like, going to the match, it's like, yeah, we're so bad. We're going to just hold yeah. open tryout for players, and but then, like, then you got, show up. I got on Mike's shoes, though. <laughs> <laughs> and they just look at you, and it's like, wait a minute. Are you supposed to be the next Mo Bamba? I am the next Mo Bamba, dude. I'm way better than Mo Bamba, dude. I'll fucking cross up Mo Bamba. Yeah, you'll uh, square up with that, son. Yeah, no problem, dude. I'll dunk right on Mo Bamba. <laughs> Okay, so like yeah. Mike. Yeah, like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, number nine, I know you've mentioned Norm MacDonald, but yeah. what are some other comedians that you would say describe you? I mean, that's like the dude I'm like, I don't know, I'm almost like a little too guilty of emulating him sometimes. I like fall into like sounding like him or, or writing too much like him. I think I borrow stuff from Louie nice. a lot. Another redhead? Yeah, they're ginger. Who else do I end up doing? I've been compared to like, I think sometimes I fall into like a Dimitri Martin-y type of like cadence. Okay. Sometimes where it's a little like that kind of pace, you know, which I like. I do like that. Definitely those two for sure. No one else I can really like emulate. Like there's people I love and I'm like, I could never do, I could never do that. Like a tell, like I try to try to be like him and not even. Like Penn and Tell? Uh, David Tell. You don't know David Tell? Maybe I do. Oh, you got to you gotta listen to David Tell. Dude. He's I'll, one of the greats. I'll have to check him out. Then. Yeah. His album on, I don't know if it's on Spotify still, but Skanks for the Memories, that's what it's called. It's a perfect comedy album. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to check it out now just because of that name. Yeah, yeah. No. Let me know if you do because it's, it's perfect. Skanks for the Skanks Memories. Skanks for the Memories. It's, a, it's like an hour long, but there's he puts so many jokes so quickly. Like it's blinding how many he's just so fast and it's just like 80 punchlines in five seconds i mean i'm driving to atlanta tomorrow so i think that would be dude, a good yeah, thing yeah dude listen to skanks for the memories while you're driving dude it's un it's unreal all i'm right. probably gonna now that i mentioned it i'm probably gonna listen to it the hundredth time on the way home <laughs> nice all right excellent and then we're flying through these questions because we're already at the last question all right so we're number ready. 10 this is one that i ask everybody but the answers always vary and it is what is your best most recent accomplishment i don't know i'm slightly embarrassed to saying this but uh I don't know. I just I went on a date with a lady and it was great. Dude, was, that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. I was just like, I had no expectations really. I met her on the internet. I was like, what the fuck is this? I met her on Hinge dating app. I don't know if you know that one. Yeah. And then I was like, this is awesome. And I'm like so excited to see this lady. We'll see how it goes. I should just, you ever, I don't know if you've experienced this, but you ever just want to live in that? Yeah. Then don't don't ever meet him again. <laughs> you had one great impression and now I now it doesn't have to be spoiled. You know? Okay. 
I could end up hating them. <laughs> Not hating them, but you know what I mean? Now it's just all it's all excitement and expectation. I'm very happy to hear that for you, Christoph. spoiled by reality. You know what? Then you deserved your time with happiness. Yeah, that's true. I'm elated. Well, I'm very glad that happened for you. Yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. So with that all being done, we are now at the end of the episode. And nice. uh, before we wrap up, I just want to say, Christoph, thanks again for joining us. Thanks for having me. Of course. And so, Christoph, uh, like Joe and like Jake... You're a comedian, and you boost everyone's serotonin levels every oh. time you're on stage. <laughs> but you know you have such your own style and you know your own voice in that comedic realm that you really, in my opinion, at least stand up above, above everybody else, or at least you can definitely, oh, or people can definitely tell Christophe Jean different from the rest of the Orlando comedy. Oh, scene. thanks, dude. That's that's nice. Of course, to, yeah. I'm and, insecure about standing out or not, so that's nice. Oh, you do, and so it is for all those reasons that I think you, Christophe Jean. Have big DK energy. Hell yeah, dude. I'm so glad I have beat, beat, what is it? big DK energy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. So we're going to put all of his social media links in the description box below. Yes. And um, before we head out, is there anything else you'd like to say or promote? Let's see here. February 11th, I'll be in Melbourne. If you just follow my Instagram, I'll have all my dates on there. And, but uh, uh, one question on Snapchat, too. Just look, look up one question. On what's your Instagram handle? It's uh, I'm Chris Jeans. I am... Like the letter M, I M, and then Chris, and then jeans, like a pair of jeans. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, with that all being said and done, I'm Danny Carenter of the Big DK Energy Podcast, and we are signing off. Fuck yeah.